Good morning and welcome. This is Pastor Lucy Pinter with your daily insights. And today we come to the conclusion of Demonstration of Power Day 5. And as we end this series, I want to share with you a story that is told of Cyprian, a bishop of Carthage in 258 AD and a Christian martyr of his generation. Cyprian was executed for his Christian faith and a record of his trial by the Roman senator Galilius Maximus exists even today. During the trial, Galilius told Cyprian, the most sacred emperors have commanded you to conform to the Roman rites. And Cyprian said, I refuse. Galilius warned him, to take heed for himself or rather to be careful with what he was wishing for. But Cyprian replied, Do as you have been ordered. In so clear a case, I may not take heed. After this exchange, Galerius read the sentence, You have long lived an irreligious life and have grown together a number of men bound by unlawful association and professed yourself an open enemy to the gods and the religion of Rome and the purest, most sacred and Augustus emperors have endeavored in vain to bring you back to conformity with your religious observances. Therefore, you have been apprehended as principal and ringleader in these infamous crimes, and you shall be made an example to those whom you have wickedly associated with. The authority of law shall be ratified in your blood. It is the sentence of this court that Darcius Caprinius be executed with the, word, with the sword. Cyprian's reply to this was, Thanks be to God. He removed his clothes without assistance. He knelt, he knelt down and prayed. He blindfolded himself and he was beheaded. I know today I have started by reminding you of somebody who was martyred or just sake of the gospel and I just want to pause there as we think about this the Bible says that they overcame by the blood of the realm by the words of their testimonies and they did not love their lives even unto death and that started with the disciples. So yesterday we saw the disciples being released by the Sanhedrin with a warning that they should not speak to anyone in Jesus' name again. And I don't know if you see a similarity in their reply with that Cyprus said 258 years later. He said in such a clear case, I may not take heed. 
the apostles had literally told the Jewish leaders the same thing. They said yesterday, we cannot stop telling about everything we have seen and heard. And you know, that is just a declaration of war. Um, they didn't get their head beheaded right then, like Cyprus. Let's continue to hear what happened. We stopped at verse 22 yesterday. We're still in Acts chapter 4. We continue from, uh, uh, from verse 23. And it says, On their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voice together in prayer to God. Sovereign Lord, they said, You made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant, our father David. Why do the nations range and the people plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Indeed, Herod and Pontius Pilate met together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in this city to conspire against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed. They did what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servant to speak your words with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. Hallelujah. I just want you to walk this journey with the apostles. I'm taking you back after they have walked from the Sanhedrin. They have faced the opposition and they are feeling frustrated. They, they have just been through such frustration. Their first instinct was prayer. They did not throw their hands up in air in despair. They did not abandon hope. And I want you to note the parallel here with what happened at Pentecost after Christ's ascension. In both cases, they would have had reason to give up, to lose themselves in despair. But their response was prayer. And the Bible says that they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. This was like, this was like a second, it's, I'm not going to call it like, because this was a second great outpouring. Like in the first outpouring, God demonstrated his power physically. The house they were in shook. In both occasions, we see that God released the fullness of his spirit. He had done it at Pentecost to give them the boldness to do what they had just done, to witness Christ in boldness even before the authority. And now at this point where they have just declared war with the Jewish rulers, they had openly defied orders to stop preaching the name of Jesus. It was going to be a long battle. And they knew they needed to regroup and ask for reinforcement. I love their prayer. I just love the content of their prayer. 
The Bible tells us that when they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer. And I, I love how the Spirit of God demonstrates His power because of this divine inspiration that came upon the rest of the believers. They unanimously joined in the petition under the influence of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that this still works for believers today. And I want to declare this because this is a true statement that we work best in the company of other believers. We work best together in our witnessing, in our suffering, knowing that we have been called by the sovereign Lord who has the disposal of all events to witness him to the world. The apostles had a clear perspective when they went into prayer. They knew the Lord's sovereign, the Lord reigns, he is sovereign over all. They knew they were his servants, his vessels. And I said, I love their prayer because in their prayer, they didn't pray for their troubles to be taken away. They prayed that the Lord may enable them to preach his word with boldness. What a challenge. They set the pace for us that when we face opposition, we should desire divine aid divine encouragement and grace to go on steadfastly in cheerfulness and courage. Hallelujah. We're talking about demonstration of power of the Spirit of God. And the Bible says that after they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken. The Lord gave them a sign of acceptance of their prayers that their faith may be established and unshaken. He filled them to a greater degree of the Spirit. The Lord demonstrated on the outward what could form the spiritual consciousness that was happening inward. He answered them in the form for which they asked, in a way that they would know their prayers had been answered. They prayed for courage. And he gave them the power to speak with boldness the word which they were commissioned to speak. Because one thing I know in my walk with the Lord is that while he works in mysterious ways, he does not answer in ambiguous ways. His promises are clear. And when he fulfills them, he doesn't leave it to guesswork. The Word of God says that they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. He did not discriminate among them. They all felt the presence of God. They all felt His presence, His acceptance. They had shut down all selfishness and feelings of individuality to bring together the body of Christ. And the Lord answered them. In their hour of immediate need, He gave them an immediate answer and a token of demonstration. And it is my prayer today that we may find joy in sharing the great deeds of the Lord and in bearing the burdens of our believers. I pray that we may experience this great level of outpouring of the Spirit of God, that our desire for the boldness to witness Jesus may be as strong as that of the first believers. 
that the power of the Holy Ghost may shake off our fears, our doubts, and feelings of individuality until we can stand together as one body to witness. May the Lord open our eyes so that we can recognize his deeds. Least we say he has not answered our prayers. Because sometimes you may not hear the house shake. But may our eyes be open to recognize when he answers the prayers. Oh, may our eyes be open so that we may see him. So that we may not say that we have not seen him even when he walks among us. This is my prayer for you today. This is my prayer for the church today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Shalom, this is Pastor Lucy Painter with your daily insight. And this is Demonstration of Power, Day 5.